in the neighborhood on PeoriaLife.com. Um, boy, we got a lot going on today. We do. Uh, we have uh, usually Mike Staples in behind the controls, but we have Renee today trying things out. Doing awesome. I love stretching people and, and making <laughs> them... Taking them out of the box yeah, a little th- bit. Getting them outside their <laughs> box. Well, we're here with Molly Cruzen, Bishop. Yes, sir. I'll get all three of those there. <laughs> uh, you're with CILF. Yes, I am. What is that? CILF is Central Illinois Landmarks Foundation. And it is... Do you want me to tell you a little bit about it? Yes. Okay. It is a nonprofit. Um, that was founded by um, Les Kenyon from Kenyon Architect and his wife, Theogene, and several other people in Peoria in the early 1970s when they saved the GAR Hall on Hamilton that I manage from being turned into a parking lot. So um, that, that they felt a need to pr- help, try to help preserve um, some of our more you know, unique and, and special historic buildings and structures. So they founded this nonprofit and... Um, that's why I'm here today. So landmarks. I'm an event planner for it. Landmarks. What kind of landmarks do we? Landmarks. Um, landmarks has a couple different meanings. It could be a home. It could be a building or even a place. You know, say Abraham Lincoln was here, or this um, this was where who so and so you know was, and it needs um, historic. It goes onto a national historic register, and there's a process like um, they do a like paperwork and send it off to the National Register and um, it's basically an honor. It's like a prestigious um, thing and it helps raise awareness and kind of keep it safe from you know being demolished in a way. So (laughs) if there's a landmark where there's a plaque is that? The CILF, the blue one. Okay, the blue ones. Awesome. It can help but private ownership does not prevent something from being torn down. So it's very important piece of many other tools to preserve um, history, which, you know, just all you have to do is look at Obed and Isaacs, which is one of my favorite places, and mm-hmm. see it's what beautiful. can be done. Yeah. That is so unique and special. That's and that big stone church yes. that's right along 74. Cornerstone, and then it was some kind of, you know, it has a, it's over 100 years old, and um, yeah. now it's a brewery, and they have all kinds of functions there, and it's just breathtaking. Yeah. And so is the GAR Hall, um, which was um, originally built in 1909 in the Art Deco kind of style with all mm-hmm. the fancy embellishments on the outside. But it was dedicated to living Civil War veterans. Wow. So, and it has um, a wooden dance floor, and it has all the beautiful stained glass, and there's really just nothing else like it down downtown. So, what what is that building? I mean, what? It's it's called. Its official name is long. It's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's really long, and so is our Facebook page. We have actually have two Facebook pages. We have one for Central Illinois Landmarks Foundation, and then this uh, this one is a Green Hut Memorial Grand Army of the Republic Hall. Wow. It was a Grand Army of the Republic for our local Briner Post. But Green Hut was the wealthiest whiskey baron in the United States, uh, and he donated the, most of the funds. He's the benefactor of the building in 1909. He was a captain in the Illinois Cavalry and was a you know, whiskey baron and um, funded the building. And so it actually says on the outside of the top of the me- a building, Green Hut Memorial. So hence the very long name. We like our long names. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And um, we're going to do um, a fundraiser for it in um, a few weeks here, so um, in honor of the, the Whiskey Baron himself. So we can talk about that in a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So name some of the landmarks that you guys are helping save. Okay. Um, let me see. Um, 
There's several homes on Moss Avenue, on High Street. I think there's some on North. I think um, Dr. Corey has a dentist office. I don't know if his is CILF. My building is. Um, let me think of a few others. Um, the Peoria Women's Club on Fayette. I say Fayette. I don't know if that's the right way to say that. <laughs> but um, it, that building, have you guys ever it, been in there? It's a, like a terracotta brick is that right no the 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 Peoria women's club is a long brick building and it has a black iron rod gate yeah. on the outside well let me tell you you walk in and it looks like a victorian um you know parlor and chambers and living room and it's, it's just wild and then i got to go upstairs and it's so cool this was built in the 1890s by the Peoria women's club which was a group of you know well-to-do women who wanted to use the things that they could to improve life for um, people in Peoria. And they, they did that through the arts. So on the outside of the right of the building, it says the music hall or something like that. Anyways, I saw and I saw this cute little ticket window. And I see this, uh, you know, it, it hasn't been used in a long time, but I'll just describe it because it's really cool. You go up the stairs and it's a wine, you know, pretty tall. And there's peeling Robin's Blue, you know, that from the ni- you know early 1900s paint. And you walk into this room and it's this massive 300-some person theater from 1896 or 1898 that hasn't been touched in 40 years. It's a full, I think they call it a raked stage. They Uh have two full, large dressing rooms. And I got to go in and explore. And the one on the right still had books in it from like, you know, 100 years ago. It was very cool. So I think they're doing stuff to try to like figure out how to rehab it. There was... um, small fire in the 70s it caused a little bit of water damage but mm. you just the, when you have unique things like that it just helps build up the inner core and character of a city i believe yeah yeah it really does <laughs> I, I grew up in a house that had well it was a unique house because it had been changed over the years but it was a victorian house that was built in 1880s 1890s and so that kind of sparked my interest in architecture and that's where I love it you know yeah I grew up in the house my great-grandpa built in 1883 on Barker and it was a very humble house but it had a few of the little you know Victorian um, um, details and and they're just special you know and then you know you can build up an entire area and start getting um, historic commerce coming in and and have it be a destination place you know right <laughs> That's my long-term goal. I don't know where I'm going to do that for. But, you know, someone take a bus trip from Springfield or Chicago to Peoria. Oh, let's go eat at Obed and Isaac's. Let's go see a, you know, a production at the Apollo. Whatever, you know, things like that. So <laughs> this is kind of a loaded question, but why do you think that we should save these old buildings? Um, it makes, well, first of all, in my opinion, modern uh, architecture is kind of cold and kind of the same. So it's kind of plain. So when you get the Art Deco, even mid-century modern is very cool, you know, and has elements. But the Art Deco, oh my gosh, just unbelievable details. I mean, you look at the front of the GAR Hall and, you know, you have this symbol and that symbol and you got like a vase with grapes coming out of it and an eagle and, you know, I don't even know what's all on it. But But it's really, it's unique and it makes it special and it helps develop a unique um, personality for an area or a city or a neighborhood. And we have quite a bit of it left. I'm hoping that they do something good with the Madison. Um, yeah. We know it's been kind of having some issues for the past couple decades. Yeah. <laughs> 
still don't know what the long-term plans are. Yeah, I are wish we <laughs> had somebody to take over and do the uh, armory. That's, Absolutely. That's the one that... I know. It's and a shame. I, and see, I don't know if that's a CILF or not. Um, I'm going to have to drive by when I leave here and yeah. see. <laughs> but many, many of the older buildings... Um, well, let's take the what's going on in the warehouse district. There are some huge entrepreneurs and... Um, independent and unique things and living quarters and mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff that you can't get. And millennials want that. They want a walking neighborhood. Yeah. I'm the mom to two. I have a, I'm a mom to two millennials. I can't even say it, but millennials, <laughs> <laughs> they want walkable. They want a little more yeah. of, um, what you see on house hunters. <laughs> yeah. if, if you have not <laughs> want to walk to the restaurants and the bands and the, <laughs> if you have not been downtown in the last two three years and seeing some of the changes that have been made it is an you're, amazing place you're missing a huge chunk of peoria yes <laughs> and I, I love that they're building up the core to me downtown is the core from right. um, where we started um in the 1830s and 40s yeah. so go down to zion oh i and, love zion all the little buildings that are there, they just have created something. Something that was old and just unused is now becoming something brand new. And it and has new life again. Yes. You know, even if you just keep the shell, even if you just keep the, the brick parts and add in, you know, unique elements and things like that, it's, it, it's still different than everything else. Yep. There's strip malls everywhere. Okay. We don't want any more of those. Right. We don't look pretty. <laughs> You know, there's a t-shirt shop next to that, and there's new stuff coming Rambler, down. Rambler, I think. Is Rambler. Rambler. Yep. And I, then you have Whiskey City Architectural Salvage. Yep. Um, I interviewed them. They are doing something that I can't wait till it's open, uh, Tynans and Hops or something like that. But they did, uh, they're doing the interior, and they told me, I interviewed them for um, a podcast show I do, but they um, used 95% of refurbished materials from Peoria. That's awesome. Old buildings. Many of it old stuff. Um, a lot of it from the town and country bowling that just got uh, torn down. Yeah. I think they said the front of the bar is made out of that. You know, like they, they said they like, you know, like probably shaved off a layer and um, um, made it, you know, different angle. But they showed me the front of the bar. It was beautiful. You know, and so they're, so it's new. It's brand new. Right. And it's going to be a speakeasy. And that also kind of goes in with the theme of um, Peoria having that Whiskey City you know, yeah. background. Where, where's that one going in? Oh, is um, Tannins by, and Hops. I don't know. I oh, I think that's by Kelleher's. Kelleher's. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's right um, and, uh, on Water Street. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't wait for that. It just seems so neat. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the run. Absolutely. So what's going on with the run? Okay. Okay. Well, a few, <laughs> a few years ago, I had um, a vision for a historic 5K in my head. I don't. I just think think things like that. But um, I picture people with a Blinken hats, fake mustaches and beards, and just you know, just making it fun. Because I love history, and I'm I, I pretty much anything I do has to do with something with history. And so, when I started working for um, CILF as the hall manager for the GAR hall, I kind of threw it, pitched my you know historic race, and they 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 trusted me enough to let me do it. And Helped let me bring a vision to life last year. And we had over 80 runners, wow. and it was a lot of fun. And it's based off of the Whiskey Baron, Green Hut, who is our benefactor. His photo and, and um, portraits are all over in the hall. His um, artifacts that he donated, shells from the Confederate, you know, Creek. I think it was the Battle of Creek. I can't think of it right now. But um, we have um, we had Civil War reenactors send off and greet the runners and... <laughs> 
things like that. And, and I had Ken Zersky, um speak about um, you know some of his old Peoria tales. It was just a lot of fun. And vintage trophies. And anyway, so they wanted to do it again. And I said, okay, I have some time. I'll do it. Well, this year we're doing the same thing. Um, we're doing... Uh, you know, uh, the second annual Whiskey Baron run on Saturday, August 12th. And we added a Peoria Icon Museum um, to while they're tallying up the scores from the runners. So we're going to have the Civil War, Tim Varville and his uh, Civil War soldiers, Union soldiers, um, send off the runners and greet them when they get back. Olivia Vickery um, sings the national anthem, you know, about quarter to eight. And then when they get back while they're tallying up the scores, we'll do, we're going to do a fast-paced living museum. And it has 12 icons from Peoria's past that I'm so excited. <laughs> so living museum, what do you mean by Living that? museum. I got the idea um, a few years ago when my kids, they go to Dunlap now, but when they w- went to um, St. Phil's, they had a, a saint museum. <laughs> and then later on, a president's museum. So they would dress up in a character and you would like pre- press a pretend button, and they would give a one to two minute spiel on what made you know what they were about, as if cool. they were the person. So I just adapted that to this, and I just thought, oh, I want to bring Mayor Woodruff to life. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris Peterlin from Cornstock Theater is going to be Mayor Woodruff, and then, wow. <laughs> and then, um, do you want me to tell you some of the? Oh sure. Some of my yeah. cast. Okay, yeah. um, we have six African American heroes from Peoria's past coming to life. Um, Benjamin Thornton will be portraying Dr. Romeo Garrett. My friend Kevin Rose is going to be a family-friendly version of Richard Pryor. <laughs> We're going to have kids there, so we got to make sure, you know, right, right. <laughs> you're on point. And then um, Zach Euler is going to be Stephen Douglas. I have a little throwdown between Abe Lincoln and uh, Stephen Douglas and a Mary Todd Lincoln. And I'm going to be Fibber McGee and Molly, well, the Molly part. And so, and vintage trophies and the mustaches and, and all the things we added last year and whiskey. <laughs> of course, we had, I handed out 80 shots of whiskey last year in a Civil War ball gown, so it was... Fine. Wow. <laughs> so we're going to do that again. It, it does sound like a lot it, of fun. It's, it's quite the spectacle. And it was all wrapped up in two hours. And then there's Ignite at the Civic Center. So it's going to be um, a nice day to come and um, bring your family to downtown Peoria. Where does the run take place? It starts and ends at the GAR Hall at 416 Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. And that's exactly where. Like, can um, you give us some other it's, landmarks? Oh, it's right by it. the the Southside Bank or the the bank, and then right diagonally from the um, sorry the courthouse. Court okay. Yeah, and it has the cannons outside. It has okay. a set of cannonballs on one side, and then the cannon on the other, which is from 1862. It's from the Civil War, and all the proceeds um, uh, help with the upkeep of the GAR Hall and the nonprofit Central Illinois Landmarks Foundation that owns the building. So it's just a great cause. And, and How much does it cost to do the run? It's $25, and you can find information on, our, on one of our many Facebook pages. <laughs> if you type in Green Hut Memorial GAR Hall in Facebook bar or second annual Whiskey Baron Run 2017. <laughs> or find me. I have, I've been just barraging people. With we'll we'll post a, a link on our Facebook <laughs> the registration page, too. Link. Yeah, we're yeah. about halfway to our mark from last year. We had over 80 runners and walkers. Oh, people can walk, too. It's a 1K walk. So if you just want to get a really cool T-shirt and come support a good cause and, and see something a little different, 
before you head over to Ignite. It sounds like a different, it yes. should be a, a real attraction, <laughs> a, a really a landmark attraction where you're bringing people in from different I, areas I to run so. this race. I think we had race. a runner from Australia last year. Cool. They had our flyer. Well, I'm going to hold up this t-shirt and the flyer, but sure. this is our flyer. The t-shirt will have something like this on it. It's going to be very old school and cool. Um, and he, they had something at the Pier Marquette where he was staying at work for Caterpillar, and he won one of the trophies. So one of our vintage trophies ended up in um, somewhere in Australia. I don't know where. <laughs> Trevor cool. Byrne was his name. So, so educational <laughs> and getting a walk or run. And it, you said it's family-friendly, so you can Very bring family your friendly. kids. Very family-friendly, yes. Family. Yes. Yes. What about pets? Are you guys allowing dogs to go along on oh, these? You know what? I don't know if they can come into the hall. Well, the hall is private, so I guess they can come in for a little bit <laughs> or service animals. But I have no problem. And, and, and like I said last year, historic attire is welcome but not demanded. Right. <laughs> but some of our runners are already saying they're going to dress up in some kind of fun, funky um you know, when I think of vintage Victorian, I think wool, and I don't think that that would probably <laughs> work August really 12th, well. August 12th, I know. <laughs> that wouldn't go well at all. But no. you could be handing out mustaches to Absolutely. everyone. Absolutely. <laughs> the president of CILF, we, most of the runners and walkers wore these big um, handlebar mustaches. That We're having a mustache pinata this year, <laughs> and balloons. We have mustache balloons, and... Um, you know, it's just going to be a lot of fun. And, yeah, it is family-friendly. You know, only those 21 and older can have the, the whiskey. And then Cray Energy Drink is donating energy drinks, so they're going to hand them to the runners when they get back. It's a challenging course, too. Yep. I take you up Union Hill, past uh, the Green Hut Mansion, which is really cool, um, near High, High Wine Historic District. For those that don't know, Cray is a local sports drink. It is. So, my yep. friend Jenny Kuntzman from back in the day at St. Phil's, we had kids grow up you know, and do sports and different things together. But she offered to donate some energy drinks. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> awesome. And so where's the um, funds go? What, what are they used for? Um, the funds go to um, uh, upkeep. Like if there's tuck pointing on the building, there is a lot of upkeep. Or if there's like a water leak or um, they just did that fabulous steel house. The steel house that was, um, it's going to be at Will's A Time Museum. That was a mm. big, big, I wasn't part of that. I'm just a volunteer for Central Illinois Landmarks Foundation. But it was, it's a huge part of really kind of, I think it was the 1930s and 40s culture um, that, you know, the all steel, mm -hmm. dust-free, <laughs> affordable home, especially when it was coming around the time of the Great Depression, and that happened in our area. So that's very, that's another thing, you know, that will be of national you know, historic commerce possibly. You know, hey, oh, there's a steel house at the Wheels of Time Museum. And, you know, it's definitely a part of, a huge part of Central Illinois Landmarks Foundation. I think the Historical Society had a big role in that as well. And so it's just been neat to watch that too. We're a big part of volunteerism. I mean, that's a big part of what we do. So what kind of volunteers might you need? Oh, well, let me tell you about Packet Pickup Day. <laughs> We're doing Packet Pickup Day. Um, Friday, August 11th at the GAR Hall from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. And um, I'll probably have drinks and snacks, I'm sure. And then um, if somebody wants to help put cones out, they can come help with that, like along the route. And then, um, let me see, maybe hand out shots of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so you need volunteers. I do need a few volunteers. We have some. We, you know, uh, we have some. But um, I think last year um, we had somebody who was at the 1K Mark turnaround for the walkers, and they forgot to tell people to turn around. So many of my walkers walked all the way. <laughs> so it, it was really funny, though. <laughs> 
But we're hoping not to have that happen this year. <laughs> does CILF need um, people to help out volunteer not during they the do, race? They do. They um, do. You know, donations. Uh, become a member. Okay. Um, become a member. I, th- I don't know what the fees are, but just go on this. There's also a Central Illinois Landmarks Facebook page and a website that you can go on and find out becoming a member. Become a member of the Peoria Historical Society. The fees are fees are minimal compared to what the services they provide. If, if they are helping keep the infrastructure and the unique um, qualities from our history and making them relevant today and then renew, re, reusing them and repurposing them, by all means, yes. Become a member. Find out how you can help. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a jazz event every year in November. Um, last year we had a band, come jazz band, come from from Chicago. And just different things. And it's just a lot of fun. And um, everything's always family friendly. I've never been to anything yet that wasn't. So. <laughs> awesome. That's important. So. <laughs> well, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much for letting me come and talk about oh, um, the race. It's just... Glad to have you. Glad that you're involved and uh, glad that you're helping make Peoria great. Thank you. It's just Peoria's showing a great off. City. It is. You know, we have our challenges like any other place right now. But I think celebrating the beautiful and good um, things it's that true. we do have in people are very important because that can only snowball into more people catching on to that. Absolutely. And what's the race date again? Saturday, August 12th at 8 a.m. I would suggest people be here at 7.30, um, and then Packet Pickup is at the hall the day before. Awesome. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do that? My cell, 309-857-6844. I use it for everything, and everybody has it, so we did. <laughs> I have no problem handing it out. <laughs> once, it's all, once it's all out there, it's, it's easy it's to rewind and come back and, and pull that number up, but give us that number one more time. Okay, 309-857-6844, and my email is mollycruzenbishop, M-O-L-L-Y-C-R-U-S-E-N-B-I-S-H-O-P, at yahoo.com <laughs> awesome it's always great to see people that are passionate about peoria thank you thank you thank you Thanks. Peor, peor, peor.